Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Uh, during the break, uh, Jeff Duncan from NOLA.com and the Times speaking really enjoyed that conversation, and Kyle and I talked and you know, it's interesting. I wish, you know, we probably ought to dedicate a full show to him if he had the time because it seems like every time we get off the air, we start, we continue the conversation because there's so much to talk about. Jeff is so unbelievably well connected at the Saints organization. We had a detailed conversation, for example, about Michael Thomas. It was just fascinating. So now let's shift gears and move over to my friend Roxy Condry. Uh, Rock, first of all, good morning, Roxy. How are you doing? Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, Roxy and her husband, Ted, um, are in the rental management business. They have boutique hotels, and they're in the uh, residential real estate business. They have a lot going on. They're, they're, I would say the best description of them is they are real estate developers, and they have made massive contributions into particularly the Jackson County area that, uh, that are really, really important, really important. And we'll talk more about that in just a second. Hey, before we get to all the things that you guys are involved in, the update on Gulf Hills and how things are going there, et cetera, um, I was curious, you know, recently we had this big dust up again with the Coastal Mississippi Tourism Area. You had an opportunity to serve on the board for a short period of time. Um, as I said before, when the dust settled after Milton was asked to leave, I was very convinced that we would we would see another dust up because we didn't really fix anything. And then, of course, um, Brooke Schultz, who was overwhelmingly reelected the president of the board, Shortly after that, she was uh, she was not reappointed by Connie Rocco, and Connie said that she she was told she wanted off, even though she had just been elected the president of the board. Um, at the end of the day, I see these all as symptoms of a of a bigger problem that there needs to be some tweaks in the legislation that created the organization, so that one person who can get the votes can't change the course of history for such an important. Um, regional organization. Roxy, when you saw that uh, that dust up, were you surprised? Unfortunately, no. Um, you know, when I did serve for the short period of time, and there was, if you recall, I know you do, that quite a few of us, um, the commissioners, decide to, decided to resign um, all around the same time just because we felt that there was no positive impact that we could make on the board, unfortunately, due to the structure and the way that it was running. And so it was a really hard decision. It was one that um, I had it was it was hard to make that, but I felt like it was the right thing to do to bring awareness to what was going on. And when we left, I was hopeful that the people that came on board, maybe that could, you know, give a fresh start to some people that could get some change to happen. And um, but I mean, like you said, there wasn't really it, it's hard for someone in um, Hancock and Jackson um, County to have an impact on that board. And so unfortunately, that um, I think, you know, is still not resolved. But um, I'm hopeful that, you know, things will continue to move in a positive direction. And um, I hate that this has happened. But um, I think, yeah, like you said, there's there's certainly some things that were put in place way before we got involved that need to be looked at again just to potentially make this um, have the potential that it can because it's such a strong organization. Um, it has so much impact on the coast. They do wonderful things. And we really shouldn't be talking about, you know, these issues. We should be talking about um, all the positive that they're doing and the 
the employees and the staff are incredible. They do such a great job. So it would be great if we could all kind of work together as a team and it would be everyone, you know, concentrating on the things that matter and bring value to the coast and tourism and things like that. So I'm hopeful that that can happen. Um, I know it can. Um, I'm just, you know, in the short term would be great. <laughs> well, we've got some good leaders engaged in it. And, you know, I think you represented the kind of people that we want on that board, people who have a huge stake in tourism, and too many members of the board aren't from tourism, and that's that in itself is a problem. Uh, I think the makeup of the board has got to change. It's got to be more like five from Harrison County, three from the other two, so it's more like five, three, three. So that to get the majority of the votes, you ha if Harrison County were to garner their five votes, they would still have to go over into Hancock or Jackson and get another vote. That's what regionalism is. They don't have to do that now. That's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. Um, I think that Greg Cronin, uh, bank executive, I hear incredibly good things about the work that he's doing to reach out and talk to stakeholders and get things kind of um, at least under control for the short term, kind of kind of calm the, the dust-ups that, that, that occurred. Uh, Jerry St. Pay, I mean, no one will argue that Jerry, as the former CEO of Ingalls, is not exactly the right guy for the job. Here he is in his 80s, still serving the community, smart as a freaking whip. Uh, great to see him. And Paige Roberts. Uh, Paige is a very focused on a community builder. She's a problem solver. Um, she will, she, 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 you can't, it's not, you're not going to roll over Paige. So I think the, 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 uh, the combination of Greg and Jerry and, uh, and, um, and Paige and a growing number of other board members, I think we're going to start to see an awareness that there's a short term thing we have to do, which is calm the waters, get things settled down, stay focused on the external instead of all this internal focus. And secondly, work with legislators to fix this, fix this so we don't so that we create a true regional organization. And um, there are a number of legislators that are incredibly engaged in this. There are some legislators, unfortunately, have worked behind the scenes to protect the status quo, which is, as far as I'm concerned, that's unacceptable. And I hope that we'll see a growing number of legislators getting, on getting involved, getting on board with more of a proactive approach to fixing this. So the last point I'll make is legislation, when you create something like a regional organization like Coastal Mississippi, you never get it right the first time. You always have to go back and make tweaks. So this was an important step. It was a recommendation we made uh, after the Governor's Commission report was issued for tourism after Hurricane Katrina that we needed a regional organization. Took a few years to make it happen. We made it happen. And uh, there's always a need to go back and make tweaks. That's all this is about. So a lot of good people engaged in it. I think we'll find some some resolution that will serve us over the long haul. And thank you for, you know, at, first of all, I know it's tough to resign, but at the moment, that, that sort of mass resignation that occurred, I think it was was important. It did it did create a lot of attention to say, wait a minute, if someone like Roxy Condry is stepping down, that's not a good thing. What's going on? So anyway, that's where we are. Thank you for uh, allowing me to to uh, ask you that question. I appreciate it. So if you evaluate, if you were to tell someone what kind of what your business is, I, I did my little spiel at the beginning, but how do you describe the business you're in if you're in the elevator with someone going up a couple of floors? Um, I think real estate sums it up. I mean, we do, um, through the years, we've gotten into a lot of different facets of it. Um, we're very involved with the hotel industry now, but it started um, when we were just in sales. So had a sales brokerage um, is where it started, got into HOAs, eventually got into property management where we manage um, scattered sites. So homes for other people, apartment complexes, condos, things like that. 
um, and then got into the hotel business. Um, now it's been golly since 09 and um, have grown that side of the business quite a bit. Um, we have five hotels now that we have in our rain travel collection portfolio and they're all boutique and it's really been um, an exciting industry to be in. I've enjoyed it thoroughly and they really all work together. I mean, we can, we can take someone from visiting and falling in love to the town to renting a place to buying a home and stay with them for years to come. I mean, I've got clients that you know, 10, 15 years later, we're still here working together. So it's it's great. We kind of start at the beginning of short term and go all the way through the long term. Well, it's been it's been fascinating watching that. It's been fascinating staying in touch with you over the last couple of years, uh, watching this sort of growth in the boutique business. Your partnership with with Joe Cloyd over at the Roost. You know, he creates the the Hemingway. You have this back office and. Uh, uh, you know, operations management abilities that you've you've built upon that, and so as you continue to add, I would suspect more boutique hotels in the future. You have the the mechanism to be able to manage them, and it's high tech, and it's been very successful, and that's exciting to see that that continuity in your organizations and your ability to manage them, isn't it? It's been great. I mean, certainly having multiple properties has opened up opportunities for us to offer additional services, which is uh, what we want to do for our guest experience. And um, we have one like top level management staff that does um, operate for all five of the hotels. Um, and then we have certain people who work for just individual hotels as well, but um, that definitely helps. And really even on the real estate side, a lot of that is overlapping as well um, with the back house of the operations, the property management, the sales side, it also gets involved with some of the hotel side. So it really all works together really, really well. Um, and then we've gotten into development just as, a, um, as we're developing the hotels. And so it really has um, been nice to have such strong uh, team members that we have been working with for years. I mean, I, I couldn't do it without our whole team. And I'm fortunate to work with some really great people that are super talented and skilled. So we're lucky in that. You're a good leader. And I'm not surprised to hear you describe it the way you just described it, because you're only going to be as strong as your weakest link. And and you know to be in the business that you're in, every link has to be strong. It has to be. And when you have uh, strong links, you want to keep them. You want to keep them. Keep them in the chain. And you've done a good job at that. I mean, your core team—it's uh, through some very, very trying times through COVID, et cetera. Your, your core team has stayed together. Hey, listen. When we when we uh, when we come back on the other side, we'll get the latest. We'll finish this part of the conversation, and then we'll get the latest on Gulf Hills, an exciting new development. Well, not new, but to them, it is very new and very important, and it's going to be a great contributor to tourism in Coastal Mississippi. We'll see you after this. Right. Thank you. iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. You know, one of the things I enjoy most about this show, I say it very regularly, and that is that I get to get to know some amazing leaders in coastal Mississippi. And Roxy Condry, who owns Rain Residential with her husband, Ted, is no exception to that rule. It's always a smart, very crisp conversation, and I appreciate that. Anything else you want to say? I didn't want to leave this whole notion that about strong you know, links in the chain and you keeping your core team together through some difficult times. I didn't want to leave that without giving you an opportunity to respond. Uh, I mean, no, I think we touched on it. Uh, um, I'm just kind of excited. We, you know, we did get through COVID and it was an interesting time and to our surprise was extremely busy and, you know, the coast just flourished during that time. And um, we had kind of touched on it beforehand, but it's been interesting to see how, um, we were able to kind of move out of that stage into another stage and we've stayed strong. Our hotels have been very busy. The real estate market has been really strong and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming months. But um, I have, I, I have confidence that, you know, the coast is going to do well, um, even with the downturning market in some areas, it seems that we're still seeing strong numbers, even from the sales side all the way through to the hotel side. So our staff, we've been prepared, um, you know, for anything. We, we like to be, um, we're small enough where change is something we actually, we can really move with the change. And I think that's part of what has allowed our company to succeed during these times is to be able to pivot when things change. So we're ready if it does, but so far it doesn't appear that we're going to have any large downturns that are going to change things any, in any drastic way. So I'm excited about that. And that's one of the, you know, one of the things about Ocean Springs being such a hot market, one of the hottest markets in the in the state of Mississippi, is that it may be able to stand the test of time even as mortgage rates go up and you're starting to see new home uh, uh, starts are down and, you know, and you're know you starting to see a, a slight dip in real estate sales, et cetera, that, that when you have a strong market that has a lot of things working for it, you can somehow, you know, some, some in many ways, actually, overcome what those trends are. And that's certainly been your experience so far, hasn't it? It absolutely has. We actually had a meeting this morning before this and with my sales agents. And I was looking at the stats right beforehand because, you know, I read all these articles on national real estate um, groups and they are very negative. I mean, they're just all bracing for a market that's going to turn or has already in many markets. And so it's been interesting to pull our data and look at it very specifically. And like we do have some data points like absorption rate, which is ultimately like days on market, how long houses are taking to sell. And um, for instance, that was had dipped down to numbers honestly i had not seen i've been in the business uh, like 17 years and i mean we were seeing days on market below 30 days pretty consistently for a long period of time and that was not normal um and one month you know held strong um just starting in about february we saw that graph start moving up and it has continually gone up but when i actually dug in it's only gone up to two months which is pretty good still you know but it looks drastic when you look at it from a graph perspective because we just had this solid line forever on days on market and then you see this uptick and you're like oh man things you know are getting bad but when you look at it compared to like way back two months on the market is really not that at all. Um, and our other data points, you know, average price sales, um, things like that are all strong, higher than last year. You know, our average price um, for a house that have sold in Ocean Springs is up. Um, we do have more listings coming on the market, but our sales are not 
really low. I mean, the supply could be better, but it's all very positive numbers still. So if the impact's coming, it hasn't truly hit yet in any in any big way. I, man, I used a lot of data when I was a CEO. I love graphs because graphs can help you see trends. Sounds like your mind works the same way. Hey, listen, Roxy, what's the latest on the historic? I mean, the, and when I say historic, when you're talking about Ocean Springs or Mississippi Gulf Coast history, you and I talked to some extent about that the last time we talked. Gulf Hills has to have one of the richest histories of any or any you know location in coastal Mississippi. It's got to be exciting to be bringing that back. Oh, it's been, that is, it's been the funnest project I've ever worked on. Um, it is incredible. Like the history there, it just never ends. And so we, every single time we dig in and like talk to someone new, we find out a new story that I can't believe even existed. And it's like wild things, you know, I mean, from just movie stars, you would never expect to come. I've talked about many of them. I mean, most people know Elvis, but um, Judy Garland, you know, stayed there, Marilyn Monroe, um, the Al Capone stories. So like, there's all these fun stories about these different movie stars. Um, one was, I didn't even realize one of the owners was actually arrested for Watergate. Um, so that's something I'm learning new information about. Um, but we've had a couple of people that were, you know, lifeguards a, a way, ways back. I just had someone that actually works for the county that we're going to talk to more that was um, involved with the hotel like 40 years ago that has a lot of stories that I didn't even know um, about the time when Elvis was coming and he's got some kind of inside scoop there. So we have big plans to meet with a lot of these people that have all of this, um, these history stories, information, and to try to document it so we can get it in a form where people can actually see it. Cause it's, it's not just Gulf Hills. I mean, it's, it's the whole neighbor. It's not just the hotel, it's the whole neighborhood, but it's also the coast in general. Yeah. And, um, yeah lot there and and it goes back to the 20s and a lot that's not documented so let's do the, roxy what we need to do we're kind of out of time for now but uh what's the current time on the on the schedule for when it's going to be finished real quick march actually wow excellent excellent well what we'll do we'll come back at real real soon and we'll do a whole show about the the, the rebirth of gulf hills how's that sound that sounds great. You are amazing. Thank you for being such a good friend to me and to Coast You. And uh, have a great day. And we will see you on Monday. Awesome. Thank you. Talk to you later. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.